art that's out about Gardevoir is something else. There's, it's not all bad. Like what I'm saying is it's not all sick or anything, but there's a lot that I'm like, no, sir. No, sir. It's a Pokemon. I can Hello. only say its name. And welcome. My name is J.E. And with me today is my good old friend, Alexander Gonzalez. Hey, that's me. And please remember that we are not game devs. How are you doing today, Alex? Disgusted, Jay. Disgusted. By by Gardevoir art? <laughs> yeah, Gardevoir art, um, Baneri. Um, Baneri, I can make... really? <laughs> Lola Bunny just fucked it up for everybody. I'll say that much. Not Baneri. Uh, is it the other one, Bunnelby? No. Baneri, is, isn't that just the stuffed rabbit? <laughs> No, but it grows up and gets longer legs. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. but no, I do know that, but it's still a stuffed bunny. Yeah. It's still a doll. Yep. You can't stuff it, Jay. You definitely can. Uh, but those are not the... the uh, The questionable Pokemon designs we're talking about today. Today, we're creating something new. Every week, we are not game devs. We create a new, exciting video game idea that we have... We have always wanted to play, but do not have any knowledge or know-how to create the wonderful experience that are video games. Today is my turn to present We Are Not Game Devs 165th IP. Now, as you know, I have been following the craze that has been taking over the world that is Final Fantasy XIV. Um, admittedly, I have cooled off my fervor for that game in recent times. I have definitely not been playing every single day, hours and hours a day, just doing dailies, doing MSQ, doing tribe quests, doing all that different shit, the crafting and all that and that MMORPG that is almost 10 years old now. Um, but I still really like it. I just, I just got a good chunk of it. And now that I'm paid subscriber for some reason, now I'm like, I don't need to play all the time. It's okay. Uh, but I am I will go back to it. I mean, I played a little bit today, but I my plan is to finish MSQ by Endwalker so I get caught up in everything. Um, but because I've gotten into Final Fantasy XIV, as I mentioned, it is an old game. And especially now with the, the recent release of Amazon's New World, and other upcoming new MMOs, especially like the rumored Star Wars MMO that's coming out. There um, was a Star Wars MMO. There was, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, but that's even older than Final Fantasy XIV, I believe. It was. Um, I played the beta, the closed beta to that game. And and I've actually thought about jumping in. If if these rumors of of recent, newer Star Wars MMO are fake, I might jump into Knights of the Old Republic just to check it out because i mean i it's, love star wars and i would love to pretend to be a jedi um, play you want to play mmos early you want to go when they have full steam especially exactly. like closed beta and open beta because mm -hmm. these are people who just want to take advantage and play and when it's a high pop count that's when you want in and that's also when people are more cool with like 
role playing and cool with like being super friendly and open and 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 thank god final fantasy 14 is one of the nicest communities out there it's kind of what it's known for is being super well welcoming to new players for the most part i've had some bad experiences but for the most part people are super super nice and don't dive into world of warcraft straight up um you'll get kicked if you if, if you're new or you don't understand the lingo just because they don't literally it's funny they'll play the game for 40 hours a week and they're like take extra five minutes to explain this dungeon to you get the fuck out of here and you're like dude that's you've been playing for seven hours straight who cares yeah uh and i've been like now that i'm a higher level and getting into more harder stuff in final fantasy 14 some some people are more like hey you're in the higher level stuff now you should look this up at least before ha- coming in here and without knowing a thing and trying that's, to get us to explain it to you that's um, another thing is yeah you in mmos when you're starting it's fun it, it depends on if you say it's fun or not because like you start off and you play these games i mean these dungeons where nobody knows what the bosses do so you wipe yeah. so you have to learn by by error right and then when you a new player and everyone's established, they're like, go spoil yourself. Go, go spoil yourself. Look exactly. it up on YouTube. Know exactly what's going to happen and then play it. So it's fun for us. Right, right. And and I've been getting that in the harder content. But a lot of times in the harder content, there are going to be also people that defend you and be like, hey, dude, that's not cool. We're just all having a good time. Like, be cool or whatever. But anyway. All that being said, I want a new MMO for me. And the first thing we're going to get out, first and foremost, is the reason why I want a new MMO. And don't get me wrong, Final Fantasy XIV, Erosia, and all the lands in there and everything, beautiful. It's a great, realized world. And I think all the different spaces are very cool. Uh, the music adds a lot to it, and I bet a music is big for most MMOs out there. I'm sure you have some WoW songs that still play in your head every once in a while. Uh, but it doesn't look amazing. You know what I mean? Like Final Fantasy XIV doesn't look like a new game. You know what I mean? It yeah. looks like an old game. Yeah, Black Desert Online, I heard, looks very pretty. Oh, it looks... Decent. Like, I also think it looks decent as well. Much better than Final Fantasy XIV, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say it looks great. Amazon's New World looks great. Like, it actually looks really, really good. And I wish I was part of the open beta, but I wasn't really paying attention too much to it. Also, it's only coming off the PC, so I probably won't play it anyway. Uh, this game we're about to create, also, probably only going to be on PC, but I'll play the shit out of this game because, of course, what am I going to create today? We are making a pirate MMORPG, and I've already thought of a couple of things for it. Um, But specifically, I do want to say that this game is going to look fucking immaculate, like super amazing to the point where it probably won't run on most people's PCs and it won't come to console until like PS6 era. Um, like I want it to look great. Second, I don't even know where to start building this, but I do want it to be a whole sea 
And obviously in the sea, it's it we could later on, of course, just add more islands as expansions and DLC come. We just add more islands that could get big or small in size and not just add one island. When we add an expansion, it's going to be like a whole new section of the sea. And it, the story could be something like, I don't know, maybe the game starts off and it's the infancy of seafaring and as the game progresses throughout the years maybe like seafaring or, becomes bigger and bigger and i was bigger. thinking that what if an asteroid hit the earth but it was mostly ice and as it hit the earth it melted into the sea created water and made almost like a water world i like it With, that's a good uh that's like a good mmo so as story people, start yeah, so as people had to, um, so nations started becoming ships, and then bigger nations learned how to float. So there was islands that created, of course, of course, and there was places like New York, which became floating islands connected together. Cool. I want Singapore to just be a bunch of ships. Oh, I don't or think it's going to be. I don't, I don't think in... it's going to be based on Earth, but yeah. imagine like a bunch of like a huge ass ship. So you know how like in space. They have these huge ports of like frigates. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, like a that. ship, like in Pirates of the Caribbean 3 and like a ship graveyard island where it's just broken ships piled upon each other to create an island type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I like how this world started. So, of course, when you boot up the game and it has the opening cinematic um, to introduce the world or whatever, it's going to have that female voice just talking like, after two or like two hundred years after the Great Collision, some the, the the nine seas were born, and she has like a British British accent, and then like it shows the fucking asteroid hitting the Earth, and then all like it melting and covering the entire land with water, and then it's like two hundred years later, seven we're gonna... kingdoms have rose. <laughs> And we're gonna make we're gonna solve the problem of water levels by making them not water levels. So because of the asteroid hitting, there's a normal sea, and then if your crew becomes big enough and rich enough, you can get a mod that's really expensive that lets you dive under to another depth that protects your ship. And then there's a sea under the sea where it's a thicker, heavier sea. So imagine oh, there's two oceans and yeah, it's layered. Yeah. And one is thin and nice and like a normal ocean. And then one's much more dense where only the strong can survive. I like that because it calls back to something I know you don't know you're calling back to. But it calls back to me, the skies of Arcadia, where there's like three levels of atmospheric pressure. And you have to like buff your boat to be able to get into the next atmosphere in the sky. So you could access like a higher level of islands that are only at a certain atmosphere. And then you have to really buff your ship to go below and get onto the land. And then that's where like the, the high tech society is in skies of Arcadia. But I like that idea where you're going deeper and deeper into sea. And maybe in this world, they have like breather, rebreather technology, like advanced scuba diving suits. And those are like a suit that you could customize and like get, um, so in my head, I envision three different mounts systems. 
Uh, I had two. You gave me a third, which is going to be your diving suit, right? Mm -hmm. And then your diving suit can be, you could unlock new ones. You could customize it and stuff like that. That's going to be one of the mounts, right? And it has different uh, speeds to each suit to travel differently throughout the water. And Um, you can also uncheck it. Like, let's say if you just want to wear your normal gear and you don't want the diving suit to get in the way of combat, you can uncheck it so it doesn't display. Yeah. So instead, uh, it's just like a mouth breather. I was going to say, yeah, just like a mouth breather instead if you don't want the full-on suit. And but I don't the think mouth you get breathers that are going to be customizable too. So you can have a mouth breather. You can have a Ghost of Tsushima, samurai-like yeah. mouth thing. You can have – there will be different mouth pieces that look cool. And I don't even think you're allowed to get into that until you get to like level 40 or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say the first level cap is 50. Does that sound fair? And then as expansions go out, we add 10 levels, 10 levels, 10 levels, also different classes and stuff like that. Um, Speaking of how classes work, there is a there are three ways of doing it, I think, um, which is the wow way where you pick a class. And if you want to do a different class, you have to make a new character. Correct. In wow. Yes. Unless you transfer. Yeah, I think that's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. And then you could probably buy like you can buy get to level sixty uh, right yeah, now for twenty character. bucks. Yeah. Yep. Um, or there's the Final Fantasy fourteen way where you could just switch classes whenever. Um, and then I think how Amazon New World works. I haven't really seen gameplay or really looked into it, but I think how it works is it's just no classes. You're just leveling up, and you just equip what you want type of thing. Um. I don't know how you want to tackle that. Personally, just because I like Final Fantasy a lot, uh, we could do it that way. You could just switch whenever you want. Like, why make it difficult? Just let them switch. It'll just give them more hours on that one character. You know what I mean? I want there to be uh, a class and then a profession. And what the profession's going to be is, and you can switch when you want, but you can have, like, a rogue lookout. So then you have, and not a, not a rogue by normal standards, but let's say it's, um, I don't even know what these things mean, a buccaneer. And so you have a buccaneer that's a lookout and he has a long rifle equipped. So as he's a lookout, he's also has, he gains perception and can aim further down and actually has a further attack range. Or you can have a warrior captain. So then the cat, like there's, there's some things that buff or you can just take different roles on the ship and they provide small passive skills. Nothing that's going to change the game. Like you're never, I, what I don't want to happen is someone being like, well, because I'm picking a thief, I have to be in the Briggs because that's the only way that I can get stat boost a. And if I don't have that, I'm trash. It's like, no, no, no. We don't want to make it or break it where every warrior has to be a captain or, you know, every tank or a healer has to sit there and uh, be a cook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I kind of get what you mean, but I think I think what it could be more like is the profession would be like the type of sailor you want to be. Are you a merchant sailor? Are you a spice goods trader? Are you? That's what uh, I'm saying. But also, I want you to have a position on the ship, and mm. you can skip. So Ooh. it's a mini game that you can play, but you don't have to. So if you captain, then you're sitting there and um, steering the ship. Whereas if you're first mate, you're adjusting sails. You don't have to. 
Yeah. Because it can pilot on its own. You can assign people a crew to do it. But if you do this, then you'll get small bonuses. How how about this as an idea? What if, yeah, like you choose to be the, let's say the pirate captain, but captain is the highest rank. And each of these professions, you have to rank up. So at all of them, you always start as like the suave or whatever. You know what I mean? And then you rank up as you stay in that profession. And as you rank up your stat boost, that's passive, just gets higher and higher as you rank up from cap from Swabby to uh, Captain. And then like you could do that in every single prof- profession and you could just switch whenever. And every time you switch, there's like exclusive quests that tell story like the pirate story or the merchant story or the the exotic animals hunter storyline you know what i mean and then you can level up in the things and as you said as you level up you unlock different rules you could play on a ship if you want to do like let's say on in this game you have an option just to either drive your ship from an over, overview pass or do it like um why well, can't First think of the name of the game the rare game Oh, Sea of Thieves. Like Sea of Thieves style, command a ship with your whole crew if you wanted to do that. Like that's a specific mini game on its own. And you could choose what position you want in the random crew or the match made crew that you come up with. Uh, but if you don't want to travel that way, you could just drive them around in the overview. And then people could like go into first person and go into the ship. And like you could decorate your ship however you want, whoever is the captain in your party or whatever. And then they get their own ship with their own mini games. You set it up, personalize it how you want. You buy your own ship and stuff like that. I don't, that's the thing I was kind of approaching and really thinking about, like I've been listening to you, but I'm like, I don't want everyone to buy their own ship. Cause then no one's going to be on a ship unless there's a way I've seen other multiplayers do it where depending on who's group leader, that's the ship you use. And that's fine. Yeah. And, that's and everyone how, will have their uh, own. See if thieves does it. Yeah, so everyone will have their own shit, but it's not like... I guess my fear is I don't want everyone to be one crew member on their own individual ship. And they're like, no, fuck you. I have a ship. I don't want to be on your ship. I have a ship. You be on my ship. And then there's never any crew. Everyone's just sitting there with a bunch of sloops. I see what you mean, but I mean, the way that I've always seen it kind of happen, at least in Final Fantasy, is... You're playing solo until you're not, and then you join a crew, and then you just let whoever is group leader be group leader, and the next time you might be group leader, the next time you your friend might be group leader type of thing. Um, I think buying your own ship is just for your own personal level. It's like having your own house mm-hmm. in a MMO. Like you buy your own personal house, but in this, it's like your ship. And maybe you don't care about building out your house and you'd rather if you join a party you're like yeah i'll just be the not the captain because my ship's a sloop it's super tiny and i really haven't built it out at all because i'd rather do the questing you know what i mean um and some people do want to play that way instead you know what i mean now we have to do the locales and already there's a couple i want to do in terms of things I want to do one where it tests your ship and it's a city in the middle of a whirlpool and that's their security. 
kind of like uh, uh, I know this is like a, a One Piece reference, but NS Lobby, where it's like a waterfall pit, and then there's an island in the center. Yeah, like that. And I want it to be where when like as you're rolling up to it, there's going to be a cutscene. There's going to be small cutscenes here and there as you're getting introduced to different um, big events. And as there's a pirate ship that tries to attack them, they actually reverse the flow of the whirlpool and make it go the other way and the ship just sinks. Mm. I want there to also be a city inside of a whale. Okay. So like every so it's a place where they're like this city you can only get admitted to port every week and only during these hours and at these locations. And you're like, what? And they're like, no, you just have to go and see. And then a ship's going to surface with its blowhole, let out tons of air and then open its mouth. And then people have to go in. And then as you go in, it goes right back under. Okay, I, I really like it, but I kind of want... I like how it's super exclusive like that. It's going to be like a limited time event. Like, this okay. isn't going to be a city city, but it's going to be like, imagine... Like, you go in there to do the exclusive battle royale mode. Or that's like only world like events, yeah, exactly. Once a week type of thing is only in this city type of thing. And I want it to be something where it's an old-ass barnacle-covered huge ass whale and when you go inside there's a bunch of bioluminescence in there from all the things that swallowed in the past yeah and uh what you see is a bunch of different not humans but he, like different creatures that are humanoid like sea creatures that like clean the whale and like sweep it like from getting the barnacles and stuff on the inside and then i want another city to be a city where it's coral a bunch of sky rises that are different um pastel colors of coral and those are the buildings i like it and and we also have to talk of course about since you added this into this universe is the underwater cities and underwater islands so how is that the underwater travel obviously you could it's it's gonna be like uh in one piece where there's like a bubble around your boat or yeah whatever. so and that way, and the reason I do that is it's also going to make it so we don't have to do crappy underwater levels. We yeah. as human beings cannot figure out locomotion through water in cyberspace. So it's going to be that way. But I think one of them could be a dome. Another one could be. Um... Fucking Bioshock. Oh, yeah, we can do Bioshock. We can do another one where it's a bunch of sea enemies. So it's like bridges between sea and enemies. But if you try to approach from that, like you have to approach it from a certain way because from the outside, like there's just tendrils. Mm -hmm. I, I could also see just one that is like literally a metropolis that's underwater, but it's just all sea creatures that are just walking about. And you're the only one that's walking around in this giant suit, unless you have mm -hmm. a breather on and you're like higher level or whatever. But the, I think the suits are going to look cool once you get oh, yeah. to a certain point. Um, but yeah, it's it's just like an alien race that lives down there and it's just all sea people. And they're just and it's like as if you're at any other big city above ground and it has no dome, no bubble or anything. Because there are going to be bubble cities or it's going to be like the Bioshock, like metal cities. There's going to be all sorts of different stuff underwater like that. Um, but yeah, definitely like that. 
another, I think, activity that you could do in this game is pick up treasure hunts, of course. And so you mm-hmm. just travel. And these are like procedurally generated. You go out and find uh, treasure, either buried treasure on an island or you have to go to a sea and like go underwater and if you don't have the ability to go underwater yet, because I don't think you're going to go underwater until like level 30 or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like scavenging where you have a metal crane and then you like pick it up from under the sea and type that type of stuff. Um, I could see like. I know, I know like we were well, we sort of already discussed it, but obviously like buying your ship, ship customization is going to be a big portion of the game. I think that I can think. be. There can be two ways you can do it too. You can protect merchant ships and they'll give you a share of the money or you can attack merchant ships and get more money but become notorious in other waters. Where I want there to be a reputation system where you gain and lose. So you're not mm. just... so it's Like, like Fallout can, New Vegas where if you help out one faction, another faction will start not... Yeah, so you don't just like lose completely. Like let's say, because if you don't want to help the merchants, don't fucking help the merchants. You can still do other things and it'll work out fine, but... You don't want to. Um, I don't want someone to be a pirate and get punished for it. You know. Yeah. Can you like pay a full pardon, pardon or something, and then get just off the hook with like a certain area? Yeah, I think you'll be able to do that too. It'll just be a certain people that you have to go to, so you'll have to do it that way. It'll never then- be something where. I don't want it to be where you can't enter any certain city unless it's a special city. You'll just have two different entrances where like a back um, entrance type of thing. Exactly. Where, where you go in through the sewers or you go in um, through another way. That way they'll just be like um, different taverns for different factions. And then those will be the factions instead of there being good or bad. There can be like uh, pirates and seafarers. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think it has to be so black and white. I think there could be multiple clans of pirates that mm-hmm. rule the seas type of thing. And then there's like a world government, of course, that's trying to take over. They're going to be kind of like the bad guys, I think, in this game. They're like the the, the well, people great. that like you could interpret it either way where they do some fucked right. up shit in different places and then others and then the pirates better. also. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I do think they're going to be the main like antagonist throughout the the story of the game um i do want to sorry go ahead what were you going to talk about because i was going to talk about classes i was going to talk about mounts really quick all right we can talk mounts are fast so yeah it's just gonna be super quick so like literally they're they're fast it's just (laughs) it's just gonna be the 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 suits the ship and then of course while you're on land you need to have a mount and i don't think it's gonna be like final fantasy where they're gonna be just a cosmetic thing essentially i i kind of want them depending on the mount that's the mount speed like each type of mount will have a mount speed it's not like final fantasy where they all go the same speed um it's just a different look. You know what I mean? I, I kind of want it to be a little bit more like to the mount. It has a certain mount speed. It's specific music and then certain animations and some could fly. 
But if they can fly, I don't think you're going to be able to be allowed to like. You could go over some water, but you're not going to be able to go out into open sea. You know what I mean? No, it's gonna kind that's of stop when you. a fatigue bar will hit that'll make your mount tired. And after a certain amount, if it builds up too much fatigue, you'll fall down. I don't think it'd be fatigue because I if it is flying mount, I don't think it'll be limiting you to fly around in like island space. But I think what it would no, be but more in like water. I think as you go over water and you get closer and closer to the open sea, maybe a fatigue meter will show up specifically just if you're getting too close to the edge. And if you get too far into the edge, it's going to like just have you turn around. <laughs> you know what I mean? And be like, mm-hmm. maybe your character would be like, oh, if we go out to open sea, I don't know if we're going to be able to get back type of thing. Um, and then they'll just fly you closer to the shore uh, or in the direction of the, of the shore. Um, so you can but yeah, talk about classes. Type of way with, yeah, and you can go any type of way with mounts. It can be rhinos, it can be hippos, it can be turtles, it can be gorillas, it can be... Um, that's the fun part, is you, you can just do whatever you want there. Yeah, and as the years go on, we could get more and more lax with how realistic some of the mounts can be. Like, eventually, I think there is going to be a flying ship that you could have. Like, just literally, a, just this miniature ship that you just have. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe so, like a rowboat or something that could fly for no apparent reason. So I'm going to talk about classes and what they do. Because I'm a partner in this game, I want a class where you can work alongside animals. Of course. The trainer. Exactly. And I want there to be land animals and seafaring animals. Only that way, it, they're still going to work the same, but one's going to, you know, their attack animations are going to be a bit different. Do you mean like, as you level the up the, the trainer, you unlock different summons? Just skills. It's going to be like a skill. So you do so unlock it's gonna different summons. So it's going to be trainer in Smash Bros. Well, for instance, let's say um, you'll have two. You'll have a land and sea animal at all times, and then you can do different moves. So like if, you're, if like your monkey knocks them into the water, then you can use your shark bite attack or your rend. What do you think of the idea of a trainer not having a weapon, but then being a dual-wield weapon class, and you instead of switching out weapons, you switch out animals? Like, you, your loot for weapons are different animal licenses, mm-hmm. and then that's what you equip, and then that will summon a different animal, and each one will have... I think, like, your summons will have, like... Um, a limited move set with limited um, animations to them. And then we'll give a random four set to a specific animal. So like, let's say a rhino and a gorilla might both have tackle, but a rhino would, I know I'm doing Pokemon moves, but a rhino would have horn attack. Whereas the gorilla would have like mega punch or something like that. You know what I mean? But mega punch could also be on a bear summon. You know what I mean? And then I want there to be uh, a class in which is more stealthy. Uh-huh. The assassin. But uses moves that 
aren't exactly like you said an assassin so you're using poison you're blinding people you're basically um the fight starts way before the person knows that you're fighting yeah you know and i think the maybe the assassin class would be more like a ninja class because i think there will be like a chi- like not chinese but like an asian nation in this world where a certain part of the sea is owned by the uh, the like asian inspired pirates and so I think that's where you pick up your ninja class, and then that'll be like your rogue class. Um, the tamer would be like in the more nature focused area of the the world. Um, I do I want also- a buccaneer class where they have six pistols and they're just firing, <laughs> like you rapid know, fire. Yeah, so they can do rapid fire. They can just do auto attacks of just dual wielding pistols. And yeah. then, of course, there's going to be a uh, swordsman that focuses on just swords. And um... I think the swordsman could be called. So, yeah, buccaneer, of course. Uh, and then that'll be like your yeah, like mid ranged melee or mid range DPS. Your close range DPS would be like, yeah, sword fighter. So swashbuckler, I guess, uh, is what we could call that. Um I think there's obviously going to be like a ranger, like a sniper type of class that's more yeah, like long uses range. Uses a long rifle, most definitely. And then um, another class that's using sawed off shotguns. And then another class that uh, it's going to be long range, but stealthy and using bows and arrows and spears and darts. I could see that. But I would put the shot off, sawed off shotgun on the buccaneer. Like that's just a different yeah, type that's, of pistol a, you could have. Yeah, it's it's um a widespread attack. You're right. I also like the idea of maybe changing cla- the character uh, equip screen depending on what class you want to be at the time. So let's say a buccaneer, when you open up your weapon character armor equip screen screen or whatever. You know how I mentioned for the summoner, you have land water and you put licenses there for the buccaneer you literally have six open slots mm-hmm. for guns and you can place whatever six arrangement of six guns you want and then it'll be like depending on how you arrange them that's your order of how they get shot out so you'll put like the hand cannon and then the sawed off shotgun and then the pistol and then like the the flintlock and then the um i don't know a different type of pistol or maybe you'll have two sawed off shotguns, but in different at the very, very end type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for like the swashbuckler, you could have one handed sword or dual wielding sword, depending on a specific tree you want to go into. Um, the ranger then, also, you know, will have just one weapon type of thing. And then I think we can have an explosives master, someone who's, um, what's the name i'm trying to think of bomb bomb bombardier, bombardier? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly or grenadier grenadier is what i think they're yeah, called. grenadier grenadier that's what it is uh i also like the idea of like the brute class that's going to be i think the grenadier and then the brute will be your typical tank class where uh in like a lot of pirate crews they always have that like six foot five bulky beefy bald dude that just runs around with like either a battle axe or like a club or something. And they're just like the muscle of the It'd crew. It'd be really cool thing. if his final, like, you know, when you unlock the final talent or final skill, 
his weapon is um, instead of having you lose all slots, but you can equip a cannon. So he's just sitting mm. there with a cannon on his shoulder, like <laughs> shooting, shooting cannons at people. I or like cannonballs. that. Yeah. Um, and then we'll, we could even, I think with the second expansion is when we add like magic users and like, uh, more like mystic arts and stuff like that. More so voodoo. That, that, uh, that one city that is like, we'll, we'll say it's like a city that was, uh, used for merchant trading and stuff. And it was a bunch of shit cities together gets blown up by magic fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that's how we introduce the magic class. Yeah. They come in. Um, also healing class. We could have plague doctor, I think would be an easy choice with the cool um, bird mask and everything. You can have a play. Um, so let's do a couple healing classes. You can do a plague doctor. You can do voodoo healing. Where, I think voodoo uh, would be with the magic expansion. Yeah, but I yes. guess that's true. We're building a world here, though, so we could talk expansions and stuff all in one. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking so because you can do it where instead of giving them shields, you actually make um, voodoo dolls. And then mm. the dolls, like when when your party takes attacks, the voodoo dolls take attacks too until the voodoo dolls break. And then it, it protects your uh, people. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be kind of like uh, voodoo dolls take the damage and then reflect it back to whoever hit the voodoo doll type of thing. So it's like spike damage to like the enemies that attack it. Uh, for the plague doctor, I see him kind of like a Baptiste where like you'll like throw potions and they'll heal your team, but hurt the others or mm-hmm. hurt your enemies type of type of deal. Like they're like, they'll throw potions. They'll throw gases. They'll like do injections to your teammates and stuff like that. Um, I feel like how many classes is a good amount of classes to start an MMO like with? Seven, six seven. or seven. We got like good amount then, I guess. Yeah, and then yeah, think, with the I magic, think, we could start adding like um, semi magic with like melee damage type of stuff. Like maybe they have a spear and then on their right hand, well, they'll like use magic type of and thing. And we can even open it up to like. Um, to the the lore about the meteor by doing like an astrologist where they mm. summon like um, different things out of the sky to fall on. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, like a meteorologist is what we'll call them. And then they can even like do different weather techniques where they what can summon they a storm. What would they do when they're underwater? Overs- Does it still work? <laughs> yeah, I'd say it still works. It would just, it would come through the water and, and keep going. Okay. Yeah. As and the thing, the way we explain that away is the meteorologist gets stronger, so then its spells can still be potent underwater. Got it. Um, and we know it's going to look fantastic because it's going to look cutting edge. Just one last class. Let's add in like the witch or whatever. And I like the idea of the witch having the item that they carry around. Their weapon is a crystal ball. And then that's where their their focus is. So everything comes out of the crystal ball. And then I think this crystal ball is going to be huge. Like think that witch from Dragon Ball, the one that rides oh, her yeah. crystal ball or whatever. Like it's just going to be huge. And they're just going to c- carry this thing around all the time. Um, I also, are, are we cool, done with classes? Yeah. 
Uh, last thing I want to add, how the seafaring kind of works. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I think there's going to be two modes where I think on one mode, it's just oversee, you drive around looking over your boat and stuff, and then, like, you can go in first person, anchor your boat, and, like, hang out on deck and below deck and stuff like that. And then there's also another mode where it's going to be like Sea of Thieves, where you could, like, actually pilot your boat as if it's a real boat. You have to put down the sails. You had to raise anchor. You got to ride the ship and stuff like that. But that's optional. Um, I think there's going to have to be, like, a PvP mode where that's the only way you could do sea fights is in the first-person battle the mode. And also there's going to be the oversea PvP mode where you could only do it zoomed out and have like fast point maybe that's the solo one one v one type of pvp whereas group pvp you have to be in first person and then like inside the boat and all working as a team type of thing um also of course hand-to-hand pvp is also going to be a thing in there uh where you're out of the boat as well but for seafaring it's either optional if you want to do it in first person and like role play it or just go somewhere real quick overview different sales different sailing speeds, different sizes, also different sailing speeds and all that. Um, Fast travel has to be a thing. Some people aren't going to want to sail from island to island every single time. No, and what we're going to say fast travel is uh, we'll do it like uh, there's these bullet submarines. I was going to say something very similar. Uh, We could have the bullet submarines for lower levels. Uh, You could explain your idea for that later. But I also like the idea of like fast track lanes on the sea where if you go into the fast track lane, you could just pick what island and it'll just auto drive you there super quick. And there is like an animation where you're just there's a guy who like who like mastered the current and then blocked it off and then monetized it. Yeah. Almost like fast track. And he's like, yep, get on here. No violence, nothing. It's just all about getting from one place to another. Get from one place to another. And then it's like a. If like you a do the super fast tough track. pirate that retired and no one dares mess with him, so he just yeah. gets to have his way. Uh, we'll call him Whitebeard. Wait, we can't do that. We'll call him nope. We'll call him White Mustache. Uh, but <laughs> uh, what it is is the reason why you'd want to do this is you could either do it, see the animation, or skip it, or you could also go into first person and while the boat's going super fast, you could hang out on your boat, play mini games that. You, whoever is the captain of your party right at the time could put like a chessboard or random or like a uh, uh, pirate's liar's dice or whatever or darts and stuff like that. You could drink on the boat and all that stuff in first person while you're fast traveling. Of course you could do this while you're at sea as well. Uh, but talk about these bullet submarines. Oh, I was thinking that uh, you'll get in them and then it'll take you from one spot to another super fast and they're submarines and they're bullet submarines. So as they're going, no, everyone's learned to just not mess with them because they're going so fast and they're so fortified that even if you try to get in their way, they'll just go through the ship. Yeah. Of course, in the story mode, though, you are going to do a bullet submarine heist or you do rob a bullet submarine, but that's only for the story. I think you can't even rob rob them while they're in motion. Like you'd have to sit there and wait at the port as they're coming in. I think I think in the story, they'd have to figure out a way like in uh Red Dead 2, where they would stop the bullet submarine in the water somehow, maybe with magics or like uh, like something guarding the path or whatever. Um, but I like it. I think, I think we are 
building this thing out. I do like the idea that this is like we mentioned, and you kind of came up with the the lore behind this world where an asteroid hit, melted, covered the entire Earth, and then now there's multiple layers of sea. Also, there's the top-level sea, easy to expand, where we add more sea, more depths, and then one of the last ones is going to be like the hellish sea. It's going to be like... And that's going to have aliens, where, the, where oh, there yeah. was actually on the asteroid there were living beings that nobody really knew about. Maybe that's, that's just how we them. explain how some of the world gets built is it's that's not like a shown through expansions. Maybe as the asteroid fell, yeah, it introduced alien life to this world. And so throughout the world, there's just going to be aliens about. And then when you create your character, yeah, you could choose from being human, some mer creature, some fishy looking creature, um, some octopus looking like you'll have different character customization options and where you can we'll see different races that, yeah that the asteroid had different effects that's where the magic comes from and then that's why humanoids happen because mm-hmm. hybrids everyone just became super fertile so like you can do what you want with who you want where you want how you want and for the first for the first expansion we could explain away adding new races and adding new classes and stuff where a new part of the asteroid melted and it introduced these magic users and voodoo users and introduced new races that started integrating into the universe type of thing. And that's how we add new races that didn't exist before. Yeah, it melted and then and then a new piece of the asteroid was exposed to the atmosphere that started giving off radiation and changing people. Exactly. And actually it had some kind of magical energy that you could tap into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. You have the same rate uh, line of thinking as I do. Um, like we mentioned, we'll have open class changing. You could flip whenever you want, so you don't have to worry about starting a new character or anything like that. Um, also, has there has to be like a gambling island where you could just go and have fun and play games. Oh, yeah. And and I, I don't want so I want this to be like Final Fantasy 14 where there are like made up games specifically for this universe and you earn chips and stuff that way. But I want there to be real gambling in there too. I want craps. I want blackjack. I want poker. Yeah, you can do it all. There will be like a classic humanoid know. gambling section, and then there'll be new games where you can go and play those. Exactly. Music. I mean, you, I For feel MMOs, like we, it's all over the place. It's, yeah, it's, it's everything. It's everything, but of course we have to have a shit ton of sea shanties, bunch of sailing music. Um, but yeah, in terms of battle music, it could be anything. Rock, it could be electronica, it could be metal, it could be whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it, It's all over the place. New expansions add new music and all of that stuff. Pricing. It has to be full pop, right? has to be full pop. What's the subscription looking like? Um, uh, it's, it's so different nowadays. Some people pay for subscriptions. Um, some people like it to be where um, you buy it once and that's it. Other people like it where you buy it once and then you're buying subscription and you're buying expansions. So you can always do it that way too. Um, it depends on how you want to maintenance this thing. I mean, I feel like this game is going to be very traditionally MMO in terms of how the rollout plan is going to be. So I think 
a monthly subscription isn't going to be too much to ask for, especially with the fidelity of the art adding new stuff that frequently is going to be difficult because it looks so great. Um, so asking for a subscription price, I don't think is too much of an ask for this. And I think what I also want to do is I want to make two servers specifically since we're, since people are paying subscriptions, one server where it's everybody who has a bad ping and it can be a low res server that we make for them, you know, where the game's mm. a little bit downgraded and they play it that way. And everyone's just in agreement. This game's not going to look good from a systems menu, like kind of thing, but it's going to run great. And then another one, for everybody who has the highest end of the highest end where it's pushed to its limit, but everyone agrees that they can run it. And uh, the low res area is where we launch the console versions is yes. exclusively in the low res servers. <laughs> Works for me. All right, Alex. Well, it's time to start your timer because it's time to name this game. All right. All right. Begin. New Oceana. New Oceana. Um, what if we call it something? Like. Oceans Rise. I like it. Oceans Rise. In 36 seconds, Oceans Rise is an MMO RPG with cutting edge technology, allowing you to set sail after an asteroid impacts the world, creating rising tides everywhere. As people adapted, the asteroid brought on new life, new evolutions to human beings, and a new way of being. In Ocean's Rise. All right. So, I think we have a game here, Alex. What do you think? Would this be a game you want to play? And is it fun? Yeah, I'd play it. Um, I don't really... The thing I don't like about pirates is they're always like, pirates are awesome, pirates are free. And I'm like, I'm stuck on this fucking ship all the time. Um, but <laughs> it doesn't feel like that's going to be the thing. And I like the idea of... Um, no, it's what? it's not going to be becalmed that I created a little while ago, where it's about the ship culture. Uh, you're, <laughs> yeah. If anything, it's going to be 50-50, ship and land. But what's cool is um, I like the idea of playing my own pirate using uh, and kind of making my own way. So I think this would be great, and the lore sounds like a cool time, too, because it's just as much about the world as it is about what you're doing in it. Right. And I don't even think you have to be a pirate in this world. If you want, you could be the Navy, like the One Piece Navy man. You know what I mean? Like role play being like the government guy. Or you could be uh, like that's where the professions come into place. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. That's like I guess professions would be like your role play character. And then the passes skills it gives you is more on the role playing side. It will add some benefits to like combat and stuff but i think like you said it doesn't really matter what your profession is it's just a fun stat bonus and status that you get if you so please um but i mean you already know my answer this is literally a game i made for myself so 
uh, I will definitely play this game. I, I forgot to mention. <laughs> it should be like a Hideo Kojima credit. <laughs> a game by J.E. For J.E. For J.E. <laughs> Thanks uh, to J.E. Dedicated to J.E. Exactly. Uh, real quick before we move on, I forgot to mention, of course, because I love a crafting in an MMO, we got to have all the crafting. And I don't know exactly what the gameplay is going to be like, if it's going to be like a small mini oh, game you can do, or... There can be all kinds of crafting. You can craft food for missions. You can craft ship parts. But what is the crafting like? Like, what do you do when you craft? You I don't know how materials well on islands at different spots, and then you're crafting um, based off of your profession and what you'd like to do. Or, or like, there's going to be different trees that you can craft in. So if you want to craft weapons, craft weapons. If you want to craft food, craft food. If you want to craft um, potions, craft potions. If you want to, um, it's not going to be as effective as a healer class. If you want to craft um, ship parts, you can do that too to upgrade your ship. Oh, like be a carpenter? That'd be cool. Maybe being a carpenter is like a prize crafter, whereas in like Final Fantasy, it's like the weaver because it's all about cosmetics. But in mm-hmm. this, it's like, about making your ship look cool. So yeah, the carpenter is really sought after crafter. The actual like weaver or like cloth maker is important too. Cause that's how you get your sails. That's how you get your cool clothes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Uh, the cook, there's also like blacksmith, leather workers. Um, fishing is huge. You're gathering stuff also um, all of it, but I don't know what you're actually oh, yeah. doing. But I guess we'll leave that to the designers. Sounds good to me. I think fishing uh, will have its own mini games too. Like it'll be like hunting. Mm-hmm. All right. Now that we have a complete game, what game studio would you assign to be able to make Ocean's Rise, Ocean's Rise. the best? I know it's tough. Everyone's no, I mean, trying to it's do it. Cause I know. I, the, you know, I know who I first thought of What's who that? can do this and who has the money. Who Tencent. That? <laughs> you just shrug your sh- I like how your shoulders just shrugged where you're like, I mean, you're not wrong, but yeah, but I would prefer <laughs> someone else to take up this IP. I, mean, I, this I would too. This isn't my optimal choice to do it, but I think, um, Fire Axis and 2K could do something cool with this. I mean, they have the experience with all the like, you know, Civ games and um, Sid Meier's Pirates and all that. Uh, So I think like they understand the history enough to be able to make this a cool, more fully realized world. And they don't have an MMO as far as I know of. So they could definitely like do that but yeah it's gonna have to be someone with a lot of money because this is a big investment that they don't know if it's gonna pay off in the end yeah exactly i mean i would have previously given this to activision but right with everything going on um doesn't seem like uh we want to attach our property to that right currently uh, I just think e- they're going to be spending money in different spots. Yeah. Um, so EA, not, maybe? EA could uh, do it. EA could do it. It's just going to be more microtransaction-y than we initially envisioned. 
Doesn't it, have you know to what? be all actually. Fuck it. Doesn't have to be. Subscriptions part of EA Play. Yeah, you buy it true. in there, no microtransactions. You just get it. And then you have an awesome thing where you get to play that game and so much more, and it adds value. What about this will be crazy, and I don't know how it's gonna work, but this is just straight up Microsoft. They just made their own MMO. It's on PC. <laughs> they have launching on <laughs> Xbox One only the low res servers, not well at they launch. Have Flight Simulator, and then they have this game. Yeah. So they basically build out huge ass worlds. It could work. It could. Yeah. It would convince me to play this on PC. <laughs> Uh, which where well, I would have played it anyway. Microsoft but. only platform. Fuck Apple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck Apple. Fuck Sony. Just on only on Microsoft PCs. <laughs> Microsoft and Xbox. And, and Xbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with that, our hundred and sixty fifth IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release. You could write to appoundgames at gmail dot com if you have anything to patch into the game we created today. Also, give us feedback. We're still learning how to make the show better, and your feedback really helps. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to back your ideas, please head over to patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. Patrons receive episodes two days early and an extra podcast at the beginning, which caught the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. If you liked our show, why not subscribe and give us all the stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Spotify, YouTube, and more. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review Ocean's Rise, the video game we just created. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. Again, my name is J.E. And I'm A.G. Thank you. And please remember that we are not game devs. Ocean's Rise coming soon to Steam Deck. First portable MMORPG. Don't at me. That would be crazy. Can you imagine? And then and, like uh, your hands burning off of that system after 30 <laughs> that's minutes exactly of play. exactly what I was thinking. You can play it for about an hour. Otherwise, you're chained to a wall. <laughs> <laughs> you, your hands have melted into your new Steam Deck. Or you're sitting there plugging it into anchors. The anchors get hot too. Yeah. There's a little fl- There's a little warning that if it's on Steam Deck and it gets loaded up, a little um, fire warning. Please do not play this under the covers. Please do not play this in enclosed areas. Please do not play this and leave it idle while plugged into a wall. And then like every hour, it's like, you don't get a choice. You are taking a break. We can't do this anymore. You, you, can't, you can't use your Steam Deck for the next two hours after this one hour of play. You have, you have one hour of play, two hours of rest. That's how this works. <laughs>